Hey guys, this is Editor Cameron coming at you hot and heavy. I unfortunately was using the wrong mic, and so my audio is going to be a little scuffed for this episode. So we at the Press Y Podcast do apologize for that. Uh, for future installments and episodes, that will be fixed, so don't fret. It was a fun episode, uh, so you guys sit down and enjoy. Bye. Welcome back to Press Y, your source of the gaming news for the week. My name is Kelton Burns. And my name is Cameron Donahoe. We are going to be your hosts again this week. Yeah, uh, us again for the 18th time in a row. Nobody else is is open. No one's stepping up. We unfortunately have to jump on the grenade that is hosting this podcast. Uh, so, fingers crossed for Leno next next week but who knows i think man if if uh if you were to choose your replacement to host who would uh you choose oh uh i feel like if we had like a jack black and the rock situation that would be mm, really embody our energies i agree which one are you are you the rock <laughs> yeah you think that you you give off rock vibes? <laughs> yeah, he seems he seems like quite the journalist, Dwayne. All right. I think we're more like uh, we're more like Edgar Allan Poe in in Jack Black. I think that's more of us. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I have sad news to start us off. Nice. That's that's our thing. <laughs> yeah. Following Night in the Woods, developer The Glory Society has announced that Revenant Hill, their next game, is canceled. Six months have passed since it was announced, and sadly, they're stopping production on the game or development. The Glory Society has announced that two key members of the studio had to step away due to serious health concerns, and then it was announced that the studio's co-founder, Scott Benson, has been diagnosed with severe heart failure, and the team has come to the decision to fully end development on the game, so we are not getting Revenant Hill. That's such a bummer. Yeah, very sad. And it's not even like, oh, maybe they can like, I mean, he might get better. Who knows? But that ah, that's really sad. Poor guy. Earlier this week, a leak hit Twitter that GTA 6 is getting its first reveal this week. In response, Rockstar has confirmed that a trailer is coming, but it's coming next month in December. The Game Awards does take place on December 7th, so that might be the event that Rockstar is aiming for. But yeah, we're going to get our first look at GTA 6 next month. I'm looking forward. I hope I'm is it going to be Vice City? Is it going to be somewhere else? Like uh we're finally going to get at least hopefully a solid look. At least I hope we get to see the setting of what is going on in GTA 6. Okay, hear me out. GTA but in India. Hmm? What are your thoughts? In in New Delhi. It's not happening. Why not? This seems awesome. It's not, it's not gonna happen, man. Dude, imagine just GTAing a bus that's filled with like a hundred people. Just That'd be sick. GTAing a bus. That'd be rad. Or fucking weaving in and out of New Delhi traffic at rush hour. That'd be awesome. And you get a grappling hook. We'll find out next uh, next month. 
We'll see. We will I'm, see. I'm calling it. I'm calling it right GTA now. 6. New Indian uh, GTA. It's happening. That's my call. We will be alive when GTA 6 comes out is the real takeaway. First spotted by Steam DB creator Pavel Giundic, Steam is seemingly working on a feature that will allow you to mark a game as private so that your friends will not be able to see that you purchased, own, or play the game. This feature is being heralded as the hide your porn games feature that apparently a lot of people want. So now you can buy all of those monster porn dating sim games and you can just hide them all. Just keep them Finally. under the rug. I feel like you strike me as a guy and a guy who would just want them in the open to let them know. Yeah, yeah. I like to wear my porn on my sleeve for the most part. Uh, it's just like, the you know how some people say your eyes are like the gateway to the soul? I I disagree. I think it's a man's porn choice. Actually, it's actually common that I'll be playing Apex and I'll be like, oh, I want to play with Cameron. I wonder what he's doing. And I pull up my Steam list and Cameron's playing Tentacle Monster Dater 4. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I put a lot of hours in that. That's why I haven't beaten Spider-Man 2 yet. It's just so much Tentacle Monster Data 4. <laughs> it's it's a long and arduous process. I got 100% it, you know. I I actually didn't realize that there were porn games on Steam until like a year ago. Oh, yeah. I was like, holy fuck. I didn't know. Like, I thought it was like a very like filtered process that like only the cream of the crop can really be posted on steam but no it's like oh they allow fucking... some creamy stuff on there man yeah in a way it is kind of the cream of the crop i guess yeah. depending on what you're into and now you can hide it you don't have to have a separate account that you finally buy all your smut games on you can get those <laughs> right on your main account so finally. uh out in the open or not out in the open yeah hide it the coward's choice i don't like this function boo in a recent interview with the verge Blizzard president Mike Ibera is quoted saying, players have no patience. They want new stuff every day, every hour. We're trying to reach that way while holding the Blizzard quality bar high. So. <laughs> By chaining our employees to their desks and never letting them leave. Every day, every hour, we want new stuff. I want a new game every minute. And I saw some people bring up how like someone will be playing, they'll have like 500 hours in Diablo 4 and then be like, there's nothing left to do. Like, what the fuck? And it's like, well, you did play the game longer than anyone else is able to play the game. <laughs> I think maybe that's just a time we play, I don't know, a different game. Yeah. Maybe uh, Tentacle Monster Dater 4. There's nothing left to do. That's a fun game. I've put 600 hours on that one. 6,900 hours, if you catch my drift. I'm having sex with tentacle monsters. <laughs> uh, okay. So we talked about this previously a little bit, but Tom Warren of The Verge reported this week, Microsoft announced they're partnering with in-world AI to develop Xbox tools that will allow developers to create AI-powered characters, stories, and quests. This multi-year partnership will include AI design co-pilot system that Xbox developers can use to create detailed scripts, dialogue trees, quest lines, and more. So, yeah, pretty bad time to announce this in the year where there's been about 6,000 people laid off out of the game industry. But Yeah, talking about uh, huge developments in AI is probably only just going to scare people more. Not only are people getting laid off, but also these robots are getting smarter. So all those jobs are being replaced with AI. Uh, 
So yeah, we will definitely soon see the uh, fruits of some of this labor and see some AI developed uh, scripts, dialogue trees, and quest lines. Also found it interesting that uh, that game we talked about a week or two ago, the finals, uh, all the voices in that game are AI generated. Oh. Um, are they good? Uh, I don't know. They got some flack though, because there's you know when the voice actors lost opportunities to do those, and they're all AI generated. I feel like that's a weird thing to to like slack on, you know. I feel like out of everything, voice acting is a lot more art form than like coding in games. Yeah. Or or like I guess like the actual like designing of characters and like drawing and whatnot of the games are also art, but like like I feel like there's so much technique involved with voice acting. Well, now it's AI generated. Score. Big win. Fuck you, voice actors. Big win for AI. AI is having a huge year, man. Uh, next up, the studio behind Friday the 13th, the game, and Evil Dead, the game, is getting its hands on the baby bottle of Barbarian. Announced last week, Diversion 3 Entertainment is adapting the 2022 horror film Barbarian into a video game. No details. Getting the big on the game event share. Gross monster tit of Barbarian. <laughs> I love Barbarian. It's one of my favorite horror movies I've seen in recent years. Uh, I didn't walk out of it saying, oh, I wish I could play that on my Xbox. Uh, but, uh, you know? You said it was, uh, they did Friday the 13th and Dead by Daylight? Uh, no, Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Okay, word. Well, maybe they'll just do kind of like what they did with Friday the 13th and just make it kind of like a Dead by Daylight clone. Yeah, but with like a, tw- I think that'd be fine with a, with like a monster twist. Sure. Like, did did they say anything about what the game is gonna play like? Uh, no. Huh. Yeah, I I mean, I I feel like horror games are really tough to, um, to make, especially licensed horror games are really tough to do. So yeah, I'm very interested to see like what kind of game they make out of this dude what if it's like an alien isolation but it's four player co-op but you're all staying in airbnb together that'd be kind of sick and then yeah eventually you guys all get pulled down that'd be kind of rad and you're like trying to like make weapons out of certain stuff in the pits and like the random things around the house you gotta run through the tunnels it's like uh it'd be like evolve where you're like the four hunters against the one monster and you're trying to like go to certain checkpoints and like make buffs and weapons and whatnot that'd be fucking awesome spam a to lick the bottle (laughs) that's like when she traps in you gotta mash out of it (laughs) you gotta thrash to get out of the bottle bottle feeding cameron screaming as he's dragged away to suck the tit (laughs) oh no i gotta suck the big boob rats I hate this. This is nothing like Monster Tentacle Dater 4. <laughs> you guys don't understand what we're talking about? Go watch Barbarian. It is, it's a good movie. It's, great. it's a very good movie. If you're into like monster tits, goddamn, is that a film for you? Uh, next. I mean, technically, they're just like regular person tits. Yeah. Not a... Still a human. That's my type of gal. Next, uh, next up, we got more movie news. As reported by Andrew Webster of The Verge, Nintendo is making a live-action Zelda movie. The movie is being co-financed with Sony, with Nintendo footing more than 50% of the bill. It's being directed by Wes Ball, who previously directed the Maze Runner trilogy and the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes movie. 
It's being written mm-hmm. by Derek Connolly, who previously worked on the Jurassic World trilogy, Kong, Skull Island, Detective Pikachu, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. The movie is being produced by Siguru Miyamoto, the creator of Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, Star Fox, and Pikmin, and Avi Arad, the longtime producer of comic book and video game adaptation films, including every Spider-Man movie. So yeah, it looks like Nintendo saw the money come in from the Mario film and is moving forward on some more adaptations. I like that. I... I didn't. I wasn't like fucking blown away by the Mario movie, but I liked it enough to like want it to continue. If that makes sense. Yeah, I thought it was really bad, but I did think. I didn't think. I think it was just kind of bland. Yeah, you know, very very. Bland. I thought the voice acting was really good. I feel like a Zelda movie should be animated. That I was gonna say. Like I think I don't know why they're suddenly going to live action with this. Yeah, I don't know. Which is kind of a bummer. I think. They they have Chris Pratt uh, be Link. Just keep him. Keep, keep them. the same cast. Maybe that's why they got the cast contract still in. They're like, hey, now you guys are doing live action. The same. Jack cast. Black, you're Ganondorf. You're the fucking Prince of Darkness or whatever now. <laughs> he should cast Jack Black as Ganondorf, or The Rock, or <laughs> get some Scarlett Johansson as Zelda. I could. <laughs> I mean, I think fucking Anya Taylor Joy, I think is like a perfect Peach. Or no, fuck, not. She does play Peach. I think she's a perfect Peach, but I also think she's a perfect Zelda. She's just a, a kick-ass princess. So yeah, I did drum up a movie game uh, for you to play later in the show. Hell yeah, love movies, love games. Stoked for it. Stoked. <laughs> Uh, so as reported by Andy Chalk of PC Gamer, Overwatch League is officially dead with Activision Blizzard announcing that the league will no- not return in its current form. Uh, for those who don't know, Overwatch League was a, a, it was a, you know, it was a competitive esports league for Overwatch, but it was a kind of a wild take on esports. It kind of followed in major league sports foundations by having city teams that have home games and away games, but apparently it was really expensive to start one of these teams in your city. And uh, after the pandemic and the decay of popularity in Overwatch overall, the league is no more. So uh, so they were, like, traveling out for every single game? Yeah, they would have, like, regionals and then a world championship. Uh, and now that now that's done. That's too bad. I like Overwatch. I liked Overwatch. I think watching... Have you ever watched competitive Overwatch? Um, no. Have you ever Overwatched that? No. Um, it's, it's really hard to keep up with because just like the camera angles are constantly changing and then it like randomly zooms out to the map. It's kind of like pretty much any first person shooter, uh, like competitive league where it'll like flash between like gunfights and then it'll like do like an overview look. It's very jarring personally. That's why I'm more of like a fighting game guy when it comes to competitive esports. You heard it here first from Cameron. The reason that this is dead is the camera angles were fucked. <laughs> Mad fucked. <laughs> Cameron had no idea what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, improve improve the audience's uh, perspective on your games, guys. Come on. Yeah, be be bold, and the way you should display FPSs is just have everyone screen at the same time. So you get like spider vision 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. You get like eight separate <laughs> split screens showing every single person's point of view. That way you don't have to do this fucking <laughs> flashing in between stuff and overviews of the map. You know exactly where everyone Karen is. Karen wants a Five Nights at Freddy's perspective. Yeah. Every <laughs> single big, big security monitor room. Awesome. So yeah, guys. If you're out there working on an esports league, take in our opinions into account. Yes, but mostly just mine. So November 7th, to some true gamers out there, is known as In 7 Day. This Mass Effect holiday is usually celebrated by Bioware with the release of teases or announcements involving Mass Effect, obviously. So this In 7 Day, the studio posted a five-second teaser teasing what seems to be coming next called Mass Effect Epsilon. The teaser didn't show much outside of someone's boots. Uh, and they also co- co-released at the same time a poster of this upcoming game for $45. You can pre-order it right now. Uh, and so, yeah, that's all we got. And this kind of like a weird time to release it because we just heard about all those layoffs of Bioware and they haven't even released very much about the upcoming Dragon Age game. So this Mass Effect game is probably pretty far out. Uh, but yeah. What do you think about this? I thought Cameron? they were like, I thought they're like kind of done for. Like, weren't they like oh, cutting a whole done. bunch of projects and like people and stuff? They cut, a, they laid off a lot of people, but they said they're still working on Mass Effect and Dragon Age. That's good. Uh, I mean, I love Mass Effect, but every uh, every new game coming out of them out of Bioware has been pretty awful in the past like fifteen years, including Mass Effect. You didn't like Andromeda? <laughs> no, not really. I just it was very, very buggy and I just like couldn't really get into the story too too much. I don't know. It was alright. It wasn't it didn't hit the same way that like previous Mass Effect games hit. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh I liked what I played, but I also lost interest, so Yeah, like it was good. Like I didn't hate it or anything, it was playable. It just I don't know when with those big like fifty hour campaign type stories like I gotta it's gotta have really good writing and has to really like grip me and fucking dude I have a friend on PlayStation mm-hmm. who actually no they're on Xbox so I don't want to get anything mixed up here uh, <laughs> that has been playing every time I get on for like the past ten years they're always playing Aspect Andromeda. Wow. Like since they... or not ten years, but whatever since it came out, like twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, whatever, they're always been playing Andromeda since then, every time I get on. I saw them on like earlier this week. They're really trying to get that one specific like <laughs> romance option. They just can't seem to romance that one like fish looking guy. They refuse to look up a guide. <laughs> Why won't you love me, Bleep Blorp? Come on. But yeah. That, the fact that I always see them playing Andromeda has just over the years my curiosity builds and builds where I'm like man is there something special about that game that I just didn't get to like it, it just gets really good when you're about like four or five hundred hours in yeah I was going to say on the 600th hour that's when it gets really good you just got to put in the first six and then it's all downhill from there baby uh, alright so yeah it's going to wrap up most of the news this week but I do have a game for you Cameron Love games. Bring it on. So I looked 
and I was curious after the Zelda movie got announced. I went and looked at a bunch of video game adaptations of movies, mm-hmm. or, yeah, movie adaptations of video games, and uh, and yeah. So I'm gonna present to you two video game movies, and you're gonna tell me which one is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, can I can I get casts? No. Oh. I don't have that information Sad. readily available. Can I look up the cast? No, no, no. That that's it's too risky, man. Okay. Just okay. I feel I'm confident. Don't I don't need, need to cast. look up the cast. I'm, you, you I only know. asked that so I could tell you I don't want that. So that's perfect. So we got the Angry Birds movie mm. versus Uncharted. Man, <laughs> man, this is tough <laughs> because I feel like I'm being swindled here because I feel like. The obvious choice is Angry Birds, because who would ever want to watch the Angry Birds film? But I also think that it's, I'm pretty sure it's made by Illumination, and they are geniuses at tricking children into watching films. And I know the Uncharted movie was super underwhelming. Uh, I'm going to go Angry Birds as higher. You are, are correct. We, whoa, whoa, wait. Are we talking about, for Rotten Tomatoes, are we talking about the audience score? or The, the critic score. Critic score. Okay, what was it? You're correct. Angry Birds That's movie is is a, is above. By Angry Birds movie is sitting at a pretty forty four percent, and Uncharted is sitting at forty percent. Man, those are so low. <laughs> oh man. Man oh man. Those are actually pretty high for video game adaptations. Oh uh, well, I guess congratulations, Angry Birds. Next up, we have Alone in the Dark. Have you ever played Alone in the Dark? No. It's like a 360 game. It went under most people's radar. Uh, I don't know why. Is it about the I dude with it. like the demons for arms or something? No. Okay. It's just a weird little horror game. Uh, so we Is got... that the one where there's like a tentacle monster that you fall in love with and has sex with you? Uh, no. I think you're thinking about your favorite mm. game. Tentacle Monster Dater 4. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah, right, right. Alone right. in the Dark versus Five Nights at Freddy's. I mean, I, I, mm, we're talking, we're talking critical acclaim, yeah, not sales. We're just talking about the Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Alone in the Dark because I heard Five Nights at Freddy's is really bad. Alone in the Dark has a Rotten Tomato score of one. One percent. One percent. It is fresh? the lowest-rated video game adaptation film on Rotten Tomatoes. That's got to be one of the lowest-rated films on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so, Alone in the Dark, you are you're incorrect there. So you're one you're one for uh for two, correct here. Man, that is rough. Five Nights at Freddy's. That one that one stings quite a bit. I'm not gonna lie. Five Nights at Freddy's is sitting at thirty percent. Okay, okay, Freddy. Yeah. So not okay. Ter- not terrible. Just a just a thirty percent. You can shake that one off. Next up, I got a tough one for you. Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat twenty twenty one versus Mortal okay. Kombat nineteen ninety five. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucked. <laughs> Mortal Kombat nineteen ninety five. So like when that dropped. There was like a huge, like boom in Mortal Kombat. 
And I fe- and it was like all centered around how fucked up the violence is. <sighs> so that's either gonna be a good or a bad thing. Mortal Kombat. Bum, 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 I'm bum, I'm going bum, with 1995. Bum, 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 I think 1995 is a better rating than the 2021. Sorry, Cameron. Fuck. Mortal Kombat 1995 is sitting at 47%. Mortal Kombat 2021 is sitting at 55%. Wow. Both were odd. So that was pretty close. You? You were? Uh, I need to find some kind of consolidation prize. <laughs> Next up, we got Super Mario Bros. versus uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. And this is a Super Mario Bros. 1996, 1993. Oh, okay. So this is a, a wildly different film. Versus the, the 2021 newer Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. I actually saw that in theaters. Man, I feel like I'm going <laughs> to... I feel like I'm gonna get this wrong because I just don't know what critics were thinking and like fucking wait so when do you know when these like critics made these is it when the movie released every single time even for these like old ass movies uh, I think critics like, can like retroactively go rate movies okay okay that that's a huge game changer uh then Raccoon City you are correct oh, Resident Evil God. Welcome to Raccoon City 2021 is sitting at 30 percent Super Mario Bros. is sitting at 29%. Damn. Damn, a clash of the titans. <laughs> yeah. That was a that was a squeaker. We got Angry, or we got the po- Pokemon, the first movie, the Mewtwo one. Oh my god. Versus Angry Birds 2. I mean, po- Pokemon, the first movie, is... Pokemon, that's the one with Mewtwo, right? Yes, sir. Okay, because I know they have a weird naming scheme where, like, I think for like the second one, it was also like Pokemon the first movie. Um, it's not the remake; it's like the original one, the OG. The OG. I'm going with that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Let's do that. Pokemon the first movie. Pokemon the first movie. Actually, let's start off with Angry Birds movie two. Angry Birds movie two is sitting at seventy three percent. It's one of the highest highest rated video game adaptations of all time. Pokemon, the first movie, is sitting at a whopping 16%. 16? Critics say that only children will find anything to enjoy here. Those <laughs> those shallow fucks. How could they? Pokemon, the first movie, has like some of the most inspiring quotes of all time. Well, yeah, buddy. The human sacrificed himself to save the Pokemon. I pitted them against each other, but not until they set aside their differences did I see the true power they all share deep inside. I see now that the circumstances of one birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. That's Mewtwo! (laughs) Yeah. Well, Iggy Words Movie 2 is shitting on that. Uh... (laughs) I would follow Mewtwo into battle, bro. What the fuck? (laughs) Alright, Cameron is 2 for 5. We got one last i'm just i am so bad at this game we got one last thing you could 50 50 it if you get this one right let's do it super mario bros movie the movie that came out like this year or whatever versus sonic the hedgehog 2 cameron yeah <laughs> um where are you going 
Man, okay, so here's where my head's at. I know commercially Sonic 1 would have stomped Mario. Thing is, don't know shit about Sonic 2. It was super under the radar. It does have Idris Elba as Knuckles, so that's cool. He's getting his own and movie. It's also, huh? He's getting his own movie at the now. He's, it's, it was so successful, he's getting his own movie. Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> man. Fuck. I don't know what the people at. I can't get a read on the <laughs> good tomato covered critics that are, that are judging these movies. They're fucking everywhere. They're across the board, man. <laughs> oh yeah, it's your final. It's your final time. Okay, 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 okay. So Chris Pratt versus Jim Carrey. Let's 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 weigh pros and cons. Okay. Uh, Mario had a star-studded cast and decent voice acting. Sonic 2, I can assume, was funny. Had Jim Carrey. Hey, that's something. Jim Carrey's last film. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to say Mario. No. I'm going to say Sonic. I'm locking in a Sonic. The Super Mario Bros. movie is sitting at 59%. Oh, that's high. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Is sitting at 69. Let's fucking go! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Alright. Woohoo! Alright, guys. Woohoo! I mean, gotta go fast! Hell yeah. So that's that's gonna wrap it up for the 18th episode of Press Y. Um, and yeah, maybe I'll do another game next week. I'm shooting 50%. Yeah, man. It's like a flip of a saying. coin. And if you're out there listening, uh, go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. That's about video games. There are. Or that's apparently the most comprised. of them are all pretty bad. Yep. Uh, apparently Angry Birds 2, though. Really good. Yeah. Apparently. Better than Pokemon the first movie, I guess. So g- give that one a go. The number one was actually uh, Werewolves Within. And something that's a really important takeaway from this episode is that Cameron is not a loser. Cameron's not a loser. It's 50-50. And, and Cameron doesn't watch porn games. <laughs>